Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Win and Work podcast. Show with your host, Julian Leahy. And today I'm joined by the fantastic Melissa Wilson from Chicago, Illinois. Welcome to the show, Melissa. Thank you, Julian. It's really great to be here with you. Now, Melissa has got a great deal of knowledge and experience about something that is very important that a lot of um, influencers, even solopreneurs, need, I think, to learn how to do, and that is to write a book. And writing a book is fantastic, but it is quite a little bit of hard work. But the first thing uh, I wanted to ask you, Melissa, why should people go to all that effort to write a book in the first place? Well, I'll I'll return the question to you and ask you <laughs> what when if you have let's just imagine uh, two people and they both look very very professional and they're they they've got it going on they're you know they're very strong people and they introduce themselves and one says here's who I am. I have all these credentials, but they don't mention that they're also an author of a book. They don't have a book. The other person says, and I have a book. And and that author status elevates you. Have you ever experienced that? It, it Everyone's filtering all the time as to whom should I believe? Whom should I trust? Who should I listen to? Uh, because everybody wants to get this wisdom to be as successful as possible, whether you're a solopreneur, um, have a growing business with more employees, or you're an executive. I've worked with over 160 now, helping them get their books written, published out into the world. And also now, as we talked about before I started marketed and what I have known to be true, because I, before I started helping others, I had written 17 of my own books published by mostly traditional publishers. One was self-published. And then I got into creating a hybrid publishing company and helping other, especially thought leaders, get their books out into the world. And it's made a big difference. So I'm on year 12 of helping others now. And uh, that's amazing that you have written so many books. And can you tell us some of the doors that have been opened, uh, you think, from your experience in writing all of those books? Oh, yes. What the the best story I have is the the book that I wrote patterned after the name of the methodology I created for networking. So I call it net worlding instead of networking. And that came about. It was my seventh book. I had met a woman named Jocelyn Carter Miller. I had the good fortune in Chicago. We have Uh, so many wonderful universities. And one of the top ones is the University of Chicago. That's where we have more Nobel Prize winners in the world than anywhere else. And so I was on the Women's Business Graduate Advisory Board, and I had the opportunity. I was working on a book on strategic alliances with the head of internal alliances at Accenture, because one of the things I did in writing books was to partner with other influencers, corporate influencers, and I, I met Jocelyn. She had challenged Chris Galvin. Bob Galvin was his father, 
who started Motorola, the world, you know, the global organization. And I asked Jocelyn if she'd like to be interviewed for the Strategic Alliance book. And she was wonderful because she challenged Chris Galvin as a Black woman uh, to open up Latin America. And he gave her the opportunity and she was successful at that. So I wanted her story. That's one thing that authors get to do, author status. You get to interview wonderful people who can add wisdom to your book and that could create a great relationship. And at the end of our conversation, after she shared her story, I asked her a very significant question, which was, what's one thing that you haven't done in your career you'd like to do? And she said, I'd like to write a book. So I went back to my publisher, Josie Bass, and said, and shared with them that I'd like to do another networking book, my seventh. But I'd like now, since I had focused on entrepreneurs in Chicago, and then being with Jocelyn, being with her being at Motorola, um, I said, let's get the corporate side of networking too and blend the two. That would even be you know, something that people would appreciate and would be a step forward. So we got the contract. We wrote the book. Networlding is the name of it. And it stands for building mutually beneficial relationships to create, drum roll please, transformational opportunities, not just opportunities, but transformational opportunities. So you tell me if this was transformational. Because of the book, Jocelyn got promoted to become, and it's hard to believe, but she was in the year 2000, their first chief marketing officer. So because Motorola and people know this around the, the time that they should have been the leaders in, in cell phones, and they were very challenged with Nokia as a competitor. But by bringing Jocelyn on, it helped a lot. And what happened was they needed assistance because she reached out to me and she said, would you like to, to uh, deliver a proposal to come in and work with us to help us look at best practices for building a world-class marketing initiative out of Motorola? And I came in and it was a half a million dollar contract. So, and I brought a team of people in and we looked at Amazon, we looked at Procter & Gamble and three other large organizations. And that was a wonderful project. So for me, it escalated me to my first half a million dollar contract. For her, it escalated the book, at, this is the book, escalated her to become the very first chief marketing officer of Motorola. So you tell me if a book helps someone. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, well. You're preaching to the converted, really, but um, yeah. it's, it's good to hear it again. And yeah. a lot of people, they really feel as if, look, I just don't have the time. This is going right. to uh, take yeah. me a long time. Maybe I don't write yeah. very well. And then how yeah. do I even, do you can take the first step to doing all of this? So do you want to yeah. tell us a little bit about what you have developed that is kind of eliminating a lot of those problems? Yes, and thank you for asking. For me, my passion isn't about doing anything less than supporting authors as much as I can. So I'm a truth teller. I'm, uh, I've worked very hard. It's been well over 25 years 
to help authors uh, make a difference by writing books. I mean, even when I was writing, I was sharing stories and I was out on the speaking circuit. So I have a formula that's simple for writing a book to try to give people context around it. I look at it as what I call the pie formula. So the crust of the pie is 30% of your book, which is your outline. And that's so important. And I'm even spending a longer time with authors now, helping them go through the outlining because a great ghostwriter or any great ghostwriter, all the great ghostwriters I've spoken with, they will tell you if you create a great outline, you can write a great book. And I used to run writers outlining workshops for over a decade. And, and I also do have a course now, a write, publish, and sell your first 10,000 books course that I bring out twice a year, which is coming out in May um, again. But it's not about trying to, to gouge anyone. It's about helping them really understand how they can make a book work for them. So it's the crust is 30%. 60% is what would be called the, the fill, what you put in there. And in this case, I say pour in the feds, the facts, examples, and details. And the, the good news there is there's so much research out there. And one of the best places to research is Amazon. I consider Amazon a million-dollar research tool plus, million-dollar plus, because you can go in there, you can look at your, and there are thousands of categories in Amazon, on Amazon, and most business authors, you know, what we're talking about here, they're writing nonfiction books. So you can look at the reviews. I usually recommend moving up from the one-star reviews because it will make you feel good because you can look at any fantastic, best-selling author, example, James Clear, who wrote Atomic Habits. You can look at his one-star reviews and you can see, hey, why didn't James write this? Or why didn't he cover that? Now you've got something to cover in your book. So you're not what would be called a me too book. You are a yes end book and you're a complimenter to something that James has written or others in that area. The final piece of the pie is the garnish. Whatever you do to that, it's going to, it's going to be you. It's all about your personality. And that's the final 10%. But the majority of the book is this content. And I can give you two great examples of, of authors who have taken blog posts and turned them into books. And it's, they work very well. Most great, strong experts, I would say, in book writing will tell you covers matter, never scrimp on the cover. So that's an important thing. The back cover of your book, which also goes up on Amazon as the book description, it's called the blurb. Headlines matter and there are a number of wonderful places you can find help and support. I have a, a I have blog, a blog on networlding.com, net and then world and then ing.com. I have 800 blog posts there. So there's a lot of information anybody can get on any of these pieces that will help you with a book. 
but nothing compares to having the support of whomever while you're moving along. So there are, through the years, there are people that I look at and I'm all about highest quality, lowest cost for creating a book. And so having a team of people can make a huge difference in getting the book completed. Some people are recommending write a book in a weekend, write a book in a month. My framework is usually four months because what I find with the author is they go through evolutions, you know, uh, different moments in their writing path where the book from start in that first draft, which I say to them, you might be 30 to 50% done. You're only 30 to 50% done. But that first path is usually, I like to take two months and I like to spend upwards of three weeks or more on the outline. So I use the scribe method, which is having authors share, once we get the outline done, share their um, their insights, but I'm we're always looking for additional stories. So one thing I recommend to authors to do is use Google alerts on any subject you're writing on, and you'll start to see patterns of stories out in the public domain that you can use for your book, along with stories that you already have. So one tip here is, don't make the book all about you. It's better to have you peppered through. You're very important to a book because the no like and trust uh, or like no and trust path to gaining customers or clients. That I think we had talked about in the beginning before we started on air here. It's so good if authors have that um, that a book to help people move them through that like, know, and trust. Because I think first you like someone and then you really get to know them and then you trust them. So that that's why I really like, like writing books. And, and the other tip I'll give you that I've the research has shown, and this is very good news. Most people think they have to write a 50 to 60,000 word book. And blogs usually are 500 to, on average, the recommendation is about 726 words or a thousand words. In a book, though, I'm finding, I have a whole series called 33waysseries.com, and those are under 20,000 words. And there are books even selling. There's even a book that's called the one page marketing plan that's making thousands of dollars a month. And it's, I think it's longer than one page. It might be three pages, but it's doing very well. Awesome. And um, so how do you um, get all of this happening together and, and where you've got that kind of scribe method and you check each other's outlines and do you have, is that part of your course or do you have a community that people go to? What should people do if they want to get involved and, and get some help in writing a book? Yes. In the, with the course, this time I'm, I'm going to do a masterclass with no more than 15 because you really want a small group so people can still have as much one-to-one as possible. And, and I, I think that's the way to get started. 
There are other people, for example, if you're writing fiction, um, I also have somebody I've been referring people to, and she's creating a writer's den. Now, this one's for women, but there may be others. But the best way to write is to, I think, be in a group um, or in a one-to-one. Best could be one-to-one, but not everybody can do that. Uh, So from a support angle, um, this is my first time offering a masterclass like this, which I think will be incredibly helpful to people. But there are other places I follow a number of uh, influencers out there who are in the field like I am and happy to recommend someone if I can't help. The do-it-yourself with the course is is very helpful too, where you can go through the course. And for me, realistically, anyone who takes the time to go through a course and really is prepared, you can help them better and faster. So I'm constantly getting people asking me questions and I'm just going to give you the the truth and, and be in integrity and help as much as I can. But nothing replaces a great book. There are tools and people to help on sites like Upwork, um, Fiverr has, uh, it's it's built out a more uh, even richer professional um, site offering lots of support. So I would direct authors in that way too. Um, and then the, all the blog posts that I have are good. And I'm also doing video now to help. So I wish I could help everyone. Over a thousand books go up on Amazon every day. But the important thing to note is that your network is where you're going to start. So most of us now have more connections on LinkedIn. You probably do too, have thousands on LinkedIn. I have I have about 13,000 and growing. And most of the people, 99% have come to me and connected with me. So that's a great place to also look into to get polls started. Polls work really well on LinkedIn. So that could help you even in picking out people who'd want to read your book when it's done. And I mean, there's so many different places I can recommend that authors go to, but I'm giving you trying to give you as much of the 20% that yields an 80% return as possible. Wonderful. And um, is the best place to go to see the course and see everything that you're doing? Is it networlding.com? Yes, net and then world and then ing.com. Yes. Networlding.com. And when will the course be happening? You said in May, is that correct? Right. I'm going to release it May 15th. And so it will be available for five days. And and then it closes. And then I wait until the fall, you know, not to get overwhelmed with anything, but to help as many as I can in that period of time. Yes. Good to have a little bit of scarcity as well, isn't it? Yes, it is. Well, scarcity. So if if somebody forced me and said, what's the number one thing that you've learned that really works? And surprisingly, it would be that. And I and it's not that. I, I'm I'm hesitant to do it, I should say, 
But what I know, because we're made so many offers, it it clarifies and illuminates the offer and helps people decide, should I do it or shouldn't I do it? But you know, the, I, I'm always there for the authors. And what I say to the authors is once you're an author with me, you're always an author. And I'm most excited now about having started the author support circles that happen after launch, because that's where people can pay the most money. And that's where I charge the least. And so right now it's, uh, like $25 a month and it will go up to 50 um, sometime very soon. So, but you have to be an author first. You have to go through and do the work and it's, then they understand it and they're very supportive of one another because you need a tremendous support to be in the, the book world now. But when you are, the results are absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. And I mean, Melissa has done um, just so much work on just specifying and, and becoming a specialist in this. She's got tons of experience in it. And um, I, I just think it would be so much easier uh, to get help from somebody like Melissa. And the other thing I will say is that you really need to think seriously about finally getting this done and writing a book. Um, and there's just so many ways that you're going to use that in the future. You, you know, you can promote it. You can use it as a lead magnet. You can get free press. Um, it's just such a powerful thing. And as Melissa said, you can't beat it for that no like and trust factor. So I'd like to thank you, Melissa, for coming on some fantastic information and really important stuff that people need to listen to. Thank you so much. Wonderful. And thanks for listening and watching, everyone. And I'll see you very soon on another episode.